The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. It's just like old times again, the Mavericks ruined Kevin Garnett's night. It's the Hoops Have Advisors podcast. I'm your host, your main host this week, uh, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Red Mavericks. Um, Don is busy doing South by Southwest stuff in Austin. Uh, we're really proud of him. He's, like, really getting his, like, music career off the ground when it comes to, like, putting out his own single. And then, like, we're doing all, playing, like, I think he's playing, like, four or five shows this week. Um, and then Squish is always still on a sabbatical. He's fighting the good fight against Hawks fans, Knicks fans, whoever needs an ass kicking. Um... So with me today, we have uh, my good friend, Grant. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm great. I've had some alcohol, so let's do this. That, <laughs> That's what that was gonna... an amazing game we just watched. I'm, I'm it pumped. was. Um, and then also, we're, we're uh, you know, we're, uh, our another guest we have today is uh, Tim Beamer. How you doing, Tim? I'm trying to look up that uh, Kevin Garnett reaction from Uncut Gems and tweet about that foul call. Just <laughs> why, why the fuck would the refs call that if Boston couldn't have it? Uh, so great. So good. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, uh, for those of you, for you guys who have listened to the podcast before, have been longtime listeners, you will know Grant and Tim are kind of like the wild cards <laughs> when we record um, because they just have really good chemistry. Um, it's another instance of me having to be uh, the Ernie Johnson. <laughs> for the recordings recording stuff so um it's like if always it. sunny it's like if always sunny had two charlies and reddit had to be dennis all the time yes uh, yeah that's a good oh, way to put it no. yeah <laughs> so, that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> so anyway guys uh you know a good week man we had you know if we we're including uh if we we're including the uh the uh, all these games this week, including tonight's today's game, because we decided to record after because the game was at two like three two two thirty anyway. So there's no real point in like you know like recording early, then all of a sudden the game starts. So anyway, um, we had three one a week, dude. I would take a three one a week any week. Oh yeah, like you know, especially yeah, against sure. especially against some really good teams. Um, the Jazz obviously I've been really good this year. Uh, the Knicks have been really good against us for a while. <laughs> um, the Rockets are the Rockets, and then obviously the Celtics who have been like the hottest team in the league. Um, so first, like looking at the jazz game, you know, we win one, 111 to one Oh three, um, really close game. This, this might as well be like a, a first round, you know, matchup preview looking at the way the standings are going. Um, does anything, does anything um, stand out to you guys looking at this game? Well, to point out what you just said, I mean, you said it might be a first-round series. I personally see us as a way better team than the Jazz, and I actually see the Jazz falling. Um, when you look at how the the rest of the teams from from five to like ten 
or not five to ten really, but you know, the rest of the teams like right below us, like the Nuggets, the Wolves, those teams could easily pass the Jazz. And I think they're better than the Jazz are right now. So I think that they could move forward and the Jazz can move backward. But if what you're saying implies that we play the Jazz in the playoffs, like give me that matchup all day long. All day long. Give me Dorian Finney-Smith taking Rudy Gobert off the court all day long. Like, as much as you possibly can. Because we would, we would dominate them. We would, we would beat the Jazz in five, if, if that. Yeah. Man, I, I, that's really confident. I don't know if that's the alcohol talking, but uh, no, I kind of no, agree. I kind of agree. I agree. <laughs> like, I, I agree with you, because I'm just like, I'm not afraid of any team that's not the Suns at the moment. You know, like, I'm just not. Um, as a I Mavs feel like, fan, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. As, no, as no, a Mavs no. fan, the only teams I'd worry about are the Grizzlies and the Suns. Every other team we can take. Yeah, you know, and I think with the Grizzlies, I think that that's definitely probably a six, seven game series, and it can go either way. Um, just because, like, once those guys, like, you know, like Jaws having a fucking crazy year, like Jaron Jackson Jr. has been great. You know, they have a really good, really good, uh, a really good bench. You know, yeah, a ton um, of that's great coach. Desmond, Desmond Bain wants to stick it to us every time he sees us. Desmond Bain wants to stick it to us, and and Taylor Jenkins, if he doesn't get Coach of the Year this year, then he's been like absolutely robbed like he should call the whoever police department and say like hey i've been robbed because he he earned it last year and then absolutely deserved it this year and might not end up getting it because of like how good phoenix has been but yeah yeah man so uh looking back at the you know the jazz uh, game oh why does his name escape me the cleveland's head coach we'll talk about jb bickerstaff maybe bickerstaff yeah that's another one that might that's another one that has a good uh good has a good chance of winning Coach of the Year this year. But, like, looking at this game, you know, obviously, like, you know, Donovan Mitchell going 5 for 19, you know, just had a shitty game <laughs> shooting-wise. Yeah. Um, Bogdanovich, you know, just has been on a tear, too. I remember they, like, they were talking about him before the game, and it was like, oh, shit, he's actually doing really well. Um, Mike Connolly has been on a – like, I think he's fallen off the cliff now, it looks like, recently. Um, just not a good game from him. Um, Jordan Clarkson is Jordan Clarkson. Like, he will just shoot it no matter what. So. If it goes in, great. If it doesn't, you know. Um, Kind of looking at our team, though, like, you know, Spencer Dewey had a great game. Uh, Luca had a pretty good game. You know, Dorian Finney-Smith again. Dorian Finney-Smith this this week has been fucking crazy. (laughs) Um, He's been crazy. And when I tell you he's a jazz killer, like, that dude is meant to beat the jazz. Like, I don't know what it is, like, why he hates the jazz so much, but he's meant to beat the jazz. Uh, What are you going to say, Tim? I was going to say, we can talk about it when we get to today's game, but what do you have, like, 18 of his 19 in the second half or something? Yeah. Like, that, that man's like just – he got the extension and got a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is great. You know, um, Dwight Powell, again, all, this week, too, has been pretty good, you know, which is crazy to think about because, well, like, two or three months ago, everybody was just like, fuck Dwight Powell. <laughs> but um, I love a redemption story. I love a redemption story. Um, Maxie, though, I think Maxie this week has just been – he is uh he's been a pedestrian at best. Um Hey, he was great today though. We'll we'll talk about that yes, later. Yeah, yeah was, defensively, yeah. We'll talk, yeah. We'll talk about it later, but like he, he's really... actually he's actually dead though. I don't I mean, know if we should send our condolences yeah. to the Kleba <laughs> to the Kleba household, but he, he died today, March he die. 13, 2022. Jalen Jalen Brown kind of killed him. He died for the for the twenty twenty two Mavs sins, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Flowers, Flowers, Wurzburg. And then, you know, the next game, New York Knicks, 107. Uh, 
Dallas Mavs, you know, paying homage to uh to to Luca by scoring only seven seventy points. Exactly. Um, just uh, not a fun game. Uh, I watched the entire fucking thing though, because why the fuck? I was I had nothing else to do. Um, you know, my kid was already asleep, so um, yeah, they just fucking killed us, and not really much to say, much more to say, unless you guys have any input on that game. Nope, that's one where you don't watch the tape, throw it in the trash, move on. Yeah, I I got home at halftime and I saw the score and I was like, oh, never mind. I, I, I watched I watched a little bit of it and I was like, uh, I'm gonna go on my uh, racing simulator. I'm not gonna pay any attention nice. to this. We said Desmond Bain wants to stick it to the Mavs. Well, Julius Randle has been sticking it to the Mavs ever since he pretty much got to New York. Like, even when he was with the Lakers, he would kill us. So, the yeah, just one of those things, dude. The trips back home for Julius Randle have been very kind to him. <laughs> All right, let's go and just get this game because I won't talk anymore. Um, yeah, the Rockets yeah. game. The Rockets game. I'm sure. I've you know I have a few, I have a few friends now on Twitter who aren't part of Rockets Twitter. And uh, it, it's interesting seeing the way they react to like when their team is doing bad, which has been a lot this year. Like this was their fiftieth loss against us, one thirteen to one hundred. Um, it's interesting because I, uh, I have a friend Zeke who I think he actually works. He's oh, like their, Zeke. Zeke is yeah, awesome. Zeke's, yeah, Zeke's Zeke great. Is, yeah, he's a yeah. beautiful human. Sorry to I cut you Zeke. off. I, I, everyone should love Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. If is you great. don't follow but, uh, him on Twitter, follow him. Like he's, he's should, a beautiful yeah. person. He's great. Um, but just like. Him asking, like, he's like, oh, shit, I missed, like, the first half what happened. And it was just, like, everybody was, like, Dwight Powell was the one who killed us today. And, like, I guess, like, I think every fan base just has, like, that idea that, like, one particular, like, uh, you know, role player will fucking kill them. You know? Like, we have a couple of guys like that, you know, for other teams. And it's just, like, it was just funny to see, like, just Dwight Powell just become fucking Hakeem <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a night. I mean, 26 points, 12 rebounds, dude. Like, I, if he put that production every fucking day, bro, we'd have to give him more money. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It was amazing. I, like, I amazing. mean, we've, we've given him plenty of money. But um, for me, that game for me that game stuck out as a Josh Green game. Like, he was yes. outstanding yeah. that game. And, I, I, and you know, Dinwiddie was, was great, and, and Luca was great, of course, as usual. But, like – like Josh, that was Josh Green's game right there, and and I, I I enjoyed watching every second of that for him. Yeah. Um. Some guy I don't remember who, and I'm sorry if I'm making you feel bad and you're listening, but some guy tried to tell me, and and I've tried to say this for two years now, or for years now actually, not even two, that Luca is a big man because he is. I mean, he's listed he's- at six six, yes, but he's taller than Harrison Barnes, who's listed at six nine. So you do the math. Yeah, um, Luca's yeah, yeah. Luca's yeah. a big man for for all like yeah. intents and purposes, and um, and him and Josh Green were were basically our big men. I think Dwight Powell's our small forward, and those two guys are a power forward and center, Luca and Green. And uh, this guy on Twitter during the game was like, "Hey, they're not big men. You don't know ball." Blah 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 blah. And like as he was typing that, I looked up at the screen and I saw Josh Green get a block, and then Luca got the board, <laughs> and then lobbed it to Josh Green, and then right after Luca got a block, and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. They're not big men." LOL. Yeah, the, like no that 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 game, the Rockets game, is exactly what you wanted to see as a Mavs fan, especially after getting the the you know crap crap kicked out of you against New yeah. York. Exactly. That was that was a good, very good I mean, bounce back game. The only slight complaint is the starters having to come back into the game because the bench let kind of let the Rockets back into it. I think it got back to fourteen, twelve in the yeah, it was 12. 
Yeah, it was, it was 12, and it was yeah. like, yeah. yeah. they got to 12, yeah. Yeah, that was a little terrifying. But, I mean, hey, we pull out the win. Great. Again, I, I like the way you said Grant about Josh Green, because, man, I love his development this year. Um, they're really giving him minutes, dude, which is nice. Like, again, like, in the old regime, like, that wasn't that wasn't the what they were doing. And I know, like, the, it's fun the to have a coach and not hate him. Yeah, and it's weird, like, have, you know, it's, it's like the Mavs are at a weird point where it's like, we're kind of in win-now mode, but we're also, like, want to develop the guys that we have, you know? So yeah. and Josh Green's Josh Green's like that guy for us right now. He's like the young dude on the team. Um, I forget that, even though Luke is like what twenty three, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's developed. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, he's he can only go up from there from where he's at right now. But I mean, like, great game. I mean, it was kind of weird looking at like I was looking at the Rockets uh, roster and I was like, wait, like who was it that I saw that I was like, oh Dennis Schroeder. I was like, when the fuck did Dennis Schroeder like join this team? Like, yeah. I was just like this. It's just for me. It's fun to look at like, because like I don't watch every like every team, you know. Like I, if I catch a game on TV or if it's like Twitter's talking about a crazy game and it's not on like national TV, I'll try to find it, you know. But um, yeah, the, the Houston Rockets are not a part of most many of those, except for that t- game against uh, the Lakers where they won, which was awesome. Because yes. anytime the Lakers lose, it's just a great time for everybody. <laughs> so, um, do you guys have any? Do you guys have any more insight on this game in particular? Bruno Fernando is apparently going to be the greatest big man that ever lived. <laughs> Bro, that dude is, I don't know. Like, I have no idea where the fuck he's from. Like, no you got a good point. But... That, is, that is a great European football name. Well, because, you know, there's Bruno Fernandez. So it's like, okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But, you know, like, everybody was like, oh, yeah, because Bruno Fernandez. I was like, I know, I know who that is. <laughs> like, like, either watched... that or an F1 driver. Yeah, it's like, I watch EPL, bro. Like, I know. F1. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. F1. F1. <laughs> Sorry, that's not my sport. Not enough heard... left turns in F1. <laughs> was Usman Gar- was Usman Garuba hurt or did he just not play? I don't that's think crazy. he's been I don't think he's played in a minute, if I if I recall correctly. I don't think he's been I don't think he's been in the rotation. If, really? if he's not hurt, I don't think he's been in the rotation for a minute. That's like since yeah. like last year type type. It says stuff. he only, it says he only played fifteen games this year. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's I don't know. I thought he would be, you know. I know he's like I know he's a he's a real Madrid guy too. So like Luca. So that's that's interesting. But yeah, looking at the like looking at this team, like Eric Gordon still being on this team is so weird to me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. Like he should be I, somewhere else. I <laughs> like, can't believe they haven't shipped him off yet. Like that's crazy. Like yeah, I have no idea. Jalen Green looked all right. Kevin Porter Jr. looked all right. You know, Kenya Martin Jr., which makes me feel super old. <laughs> oh, <laughs> looked yeah. okay. Like you know, just. That team was interesting. That team was going to be bad for a few more years, I think. You know, and then we'll They'll see where bad. they are. They yeah. have the right stepping stones, though. I yeah, mean, they, they have. Yeah, they have they a blank slate. If you take John Wall's money off, they have all the money in the world. They have yeah. a bunch of young talent. I think Christian Wood is good at basketball, but he might not be exactly what that team needs. So I think yeah. if I'm Houston, I try to move off of him. And kind of just say, "Hey, Jalen Green, what do you want?" Because he's obviously their franchise player. But I wish Squish were still here. Yeah. I'd ask his opinion on on a uh, Christian Wood now. But uh, oh man, uh, I mean, he's no. still good. But like, he's he's one of those guys where like he's kind of yeah. taking away from the younger guys on that team. If you put yeah. him on another team, then you know he's doing what Christian Wood does. Yeah, I, I, it's it's interesting because it's just like. I remember how pissed off everyone was that we didn't sign them. <laughs> you know, 
was it, like, I remember. <laughs> I remember when he was on our summer league team. I think with Jeremy Lin, if I'm yes. not yeah, dude. mistaken. Yeah. About, like, uh, fucking weird, yeah. Yeah, uh, a weird, a weird little, a weird little Photoshop that you can find on on the Googles. So guys, yeah. Oh man, damn, we just reminded me about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's go and get into this game. This game, like again, we're recording right after the game ended. Um, the Boston game. Yeah, the Boston game. My team. Yeah, Boston. Bo- game. Boston game. Um, you know, uh, seeing a uh, reggaeton most bites do his thing was kind of cool. Uh, he's getting old, older. He's still putting up really good numbers for that team for somehow. Um, uh, we can talk about Spencer Dinwiddie, obviously. Uh, yeah. You know, that uh, that, that uh, half court three at at, at halftime, and then that three at the very end of the game, obviously the dagger. And I mean, obviously, we needed that that. Uh, that uh, heave at halftime because we won by three. So yeah, <laughs> like again, streak busters. I love it, man. Oh yeah. Um, just looking at the game, like you know, Josh Green again having a really good, just like kind of doing all the little things uh, type of game. Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, didn't have the best shooting night, but I mean, if we get those two shots, like I, it's all forgiven to me. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Again, Dwayne Finney Smith again, just fucking. Living up to that contract, like what else can I yeah. say? You know, there might be there might be no player in the league hotter than Jason Tatum right now, and Dorian had that man in jail in the second half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I think I saw something where it was like, like Jason Tatum or someone like he only had like what like four points or something at one point, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, also, you know, Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic, like uh, Maxi being afraid to. Uh, to shoot is concerning, but he's he did have 13 rebounds. Huh? He's afraid of the ball on the offensive end. But he had 13 yeah. rebounds and then three blocks. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, eh, like if we can ground out wins like this, I'm, 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 I'll be a little concerned when we go into the playoffs, but not as concerned if he keeps playing like this, like grinding out like those, those, uh, the, that production. Um, Plus, I mean, he died. He did die. Yeah. We should probably talk about that. Maybe. <laughs> Um, if you want to talk about it, if you're gonna, if you're uh, gonna get even anything um, offensively, if you're gonna get a contribution from Josh Green, that really takes the pressure off of Maxi to really do anything on that end. So you just need him to be your hustle guy. That's 100. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Tim nailed that. That that's 100. If you if you have those two dudes on the on the court at the same time, absolutely. That that does nothing but leave Josh Green wide open in the paint, as you saw many times tonight or today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone and their dog knows how much I adore Jalen Brown, and he absolutely took it to Maxi Kleba. He dunked like really, really hard, and then I think it was—I don't even think it was two possessions later—just absolutely killed Maxi. Like that—that um, that was a really hard dunk. That—that that, that got the stadium erupting, but it didn't matter because the Mavs won. I'm looking at the shooting splits for the Celtics: seven of twenty-three. 6 of 16, 4 of 12, 2 of 10. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was a defensive game. It, it was, was a defensive like, game from like the beginning to the end. Like we yeah. uh, th- uh, like through the through halfway through the second quarter, I think we were all in like a group text just like messaging each other. We were like, "Oh, this game is going to be like 80 to 80." And Literally, it wasn't too far off at it all. It was like it was like 35 to 34 and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah. 
Like, it literally, it seriously felt like a fucking 2005 ass, like, Indiana was like, Patriots game. There was, like, three possessions in a row where, like, Luca threw it to the other, or no, Jalen threw it to the other team, and then they went back and we stopped them, and then Luca threw it to the other team, and then they went back and we stopped them, and then Jalen threw it back to the other team again, and we stopped them. It was, it, that that's insane. You just don't see that anymore. Yeah. And it's like, I, I get, I get the, like, the matinee thing that the NBA does, you know, obviously, like, I mean, games on Sunday start like noon, and then another one like at two thirty. Like, totally get it, but man, sometimes the product is just not there. You know? yeah. Um, but I know, I know our friends in Europe were very happy to be able to watch this game, like at lunch, oh, yeah. at dinner time. You know, like that's something that we take for granted all the time since we lo- we all live in the U.S. So but, they uh, had Mavs had thirty eight points at halftime, and then scored thirty eight in the third quarter. That's amazing. That's yeah, fucking. That's, that's, really, that's fucked up. That's like. Uh, I love I love like looking at like like you know stats like that where it's like yeah we like just took it to him at one point. Um, is there anything else that we need to discuss this week that's happened or anything we want to plug or anything like that? Before we as get into questions, Mavs go no. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say this this isn't Mavs related, but I just retweeted a video, so we'll some NBA news. Kevin Durant learned how to say too small in French just so he could shit talk Evan Fournier on the way back down the floor today. Oh, oh that's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. Awesome. Worldwide, that's awesome. worldwide, worldwide no video out there, and I just retweeted it. But yeah, he's he's given the two small fingers to Evan Fournier running back down the court. And if you lip read, someone said this is the translation in French of him just saying too small to him. No fucking way. That's so fucking funny. The petty god of the NBA. That reminds me of when I I da- that reminds me of when a Dallas Mouse France uh, came to the U.S. and hung out with me. This was right before COVID. He hang- came and hang out with me, and uh, um, he taught me like three cuss words in French <laughs> just, like, just to have in my roster. I only remember one though, Putain, which is like fuck. So I was like, cool. <laughs> like that's the one thing I remembered. If you're listening, Quentin. Oh, I thought uh, that was I thought that was fries and gravy and shit. No, no, Putin. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, let's go on to get into oh, questions. Wait, wait, guys. sorry. Oh, I just sorry. had, no, I just had one more thing. Um, it's it's about the Knicks loss mainly. When you win six or seven games in a row, it's okay to get the doors beat off you by thirty on a team that shouldn't really beat you. Um, what that Knicks loss did is expose the one problem we have, which is we don't have a big man to protect the paint. That's fine when you lose to the Knicks. It's going to come back to haunt us if we play a team like the Grizzlies where John Morant is scoring 37 points in the paint a game. That's yeah. that's my whole deal with that. I won't dwell on it too much, but yeah, that's that's our one flaw we really have right now. Maxi can if Maxi plays the way he did today on defense, then we might be okay. But like if we get a team like Memphis uh at all in the second round, we're going to we're going to be you know, it's going to be kind of tough, you know, with a guy Man, like Tom Moret. I know Luca and I, Maxie weren't playing, but you saw it in the game last week against Sacramento. Sabonis so was just blowing the doors off him down low. Oh, yeah. So, that's, Sab- that's why Sabonis to is going to Sabon us. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, we don't have to worry about that in the playoffs. With the Sorry if that's not appropriate. Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah, yeah man. We back. <laughs> I know y'all are fucking back. God damn it! Um, we back, we back, we back. Fuck the Rams. Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa! We're... Sorry, I'll go, sorry. I'll go to sleep in my Super Bowl T-shirt. It's fine tonight. Oh yeah, you yeah, can yeah, say yeah. what say what you want. 
while you're riding along the bandwagon. I hope that I hope your back doesn't break when you're when you're riding on the bandwagon. Oh, it feels good. All right, it feels fellas. good. My back will yeah. break. Reel it, reel, reel us in, Reddit members, because I have nothing. Cut. Guys, come on. Super, okay. Super cut. Super cut. You <laughs> can blow my back out any time. Whoa. I'm leaving, leaving that audio in. Um, just for <laughs> prosperity for purposes. Uh, it's going to get in questions, guys. Uh, not a lot of questions this week, which is kind of nice. I think we all kind of know like what the team is at this point. Um, again, you talk again, Grant, talking about like you know the one deficiency we have. Like, obviously, totally makes sense. Um, let's go into questions. <laughs> so, our first question is very existential. Um, it's from uh, Justin. He asks, uh, "Why is AI the scariest concept in the history of man, and how do you think it will eventually lead to the downfall, extinction of Homo sapiens?" <laughs> I mean, do I've you seen, want to answer first? I've seen the Terminator. I know how this goes. <laughs> um, I've also seen a lot of Black Mirror. Um, yeah, uh, AI is actually fucking terrifying, dude. I don't know, dude. Just like the thought of like, like just like machinery like gaining sentience is fucking terrifying. And this is for someone who plays a bit as a robot on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, do I think it will lead eventually to the downfall? I don't think it will. I think. I think humans are. I think humans like we're, we're doing a good humans. enough. We're doing a huh? good enough job of that on our own. Yeah. That, okay. So there's that, right? We need help. There's that, but also I think like humans are just naturally like very protective of their own kind, you know. So where it's like, um, where where it's where it's like they would, they would always like have a kill switch, you know, on the, on the robots or whatever the fuck they are, you know. Like there's always gonna be like a, the the out. They're always gonna be out to take, you know, for uh, for a human, you know, like I don't know, like I don't want a robot butler or anything like that, so because I just I don't trust it. So I'm even, I've even like I've talked to my wife about, you know, like you're starting to the concept of like having like smart cars, you know, cars that actually drive themselves, and she's just like, no, like we're not doing that, <laughs> like, I, and I'm like, but it'd be a lot easier for me to like go out and get drunk, you know, and then like have a safe ride home. <laughs> And stuff like that, but she's like, "No, we're not doing that." So, um, what are you guys' thoughts on AI? It's artificial intelligence, not not the uh, not the player. Boop boop bop. I don't know what that means. Bop, I mean, you boop, should. Boop, you're a robot. I, 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 yeah, you know what? You should be able to. I'm, you should be able to translate this for the rest I, of the audience. That's that's. I'm a, I speak Spanish and robot, not that. <laughs> oh, L B okay. boop boop bop. No, not doing this. I just okay. think we need to take the lessons we learned from um, noted documentary iRobot. Featuring Good Will movie, Smith. actually. Good movie. Which, was iRobot the one with Will Smith or the one that's animated? Will Smith. Okay, Will Smith. then I didn't see it. <laughs> I watched what? the animated one. Are you talking about uh, Iron Giant? No, no, no. Oh, Iron Giant's <laughs> a legendary movie, but no, it's the one that's called, like, I think it's just called Robot. Oh, robots! Yes, I know. Like robots, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the, it's the, it's the blue dude. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I do remember that. Yes. Um, you are right. AI will make your life easier. This is not a plug. <laughs> it's not a plug. I, I, it sounds like it might be. <laughs> Let's see. Um, next question comes from Sully. Um, Sully. Sorry. I feel like this is a, this is a good one. This is a good one for Greg. Is he the? Is he the one that left the Impractical Jokers, or is that someone else? <laughs> That's a joke, Adam. God, fuck y'all. Um, he <laughs> asks, uh, would you be okay with Brunson walking in FA 
if a team can acquire a starting caliber big man? Oh, okay. So here's the thing about Jalen Brunson that a lot of people don't understand. And I explained this to Don in our free agency, or not free agency, on our trade deadline uh, space. So I don't exactly know how the rules are with an undrafted, or not undrafted, but an unrestricted free agent. But if you do a sign-in trade with a guy like Jalen Brunson, I'm almost certain if, if let's say he signs for his max deal, which is $29 million, you only get like 40% of that back. So I don't know what 40% of $29 million is, but I'm going to say it's like 13 mil, 14 mil. Yeah, that's right there. You can only bring a guy back that's worth 14 mil. And there's not a lot of big men that are worth 14 mil that I want on this team. And if you let Brunson go, you don't get his money back because we, even if we let Brunson walk, we still have no money at all because of what we did last year and because of the Porzingis deal and because we paid Bertans and Dinwiddie. So it's kind, like, it's kind of like you either need to pay. No, there is no option. We have to pay Brunson. If we don't pay Brunson, we're going to royally screw ourselves so hard. Like, the tremendously only, hard. Like, our only option is to pay Brunson. If we don't pay Brunson, then, like, oh, my God, the Mavs are going to be in cap hell for at least three years. The only so, question on that would be for $29 million, is there a redundancy with his skill set lined up next to Dinwiddie's? But if you look at Brunson's shooting numbers in the last 10 games, and since Dinwiddie got here, like, everything's going up. He's almost at 50% from three right now since uh, Dinwiddie got here. So right. I don't think he, ha- he doesn't have the responsibility he had pre-trade. But, like, his efficiency has gone way up. Yeah, and... I I, I think it works. I think it works. From a a completely monetary point of view, the Brunson deal, like, you have to sign him. If if the Mavs don't sign Brunson, oh, my God. Like, sell the team. Like, like do something different because... You you have paid, you have put yourself in the position where if you don't pay Brunson, then you're royally screwing yourself out of so much cap space for for at least three years to come. So, like, yeah, you, you have to pay Brunson that money. You can't afford to let him walk. Because as far as I know, and unless it's different between restricted and unrestricted free agency, if it is different, then there's a chance that you could take someone else in. Like, take someone else. Like, say we pay Brunson $25 million and sign and trade him to somewhere, like Detroit, and take in Jeremy Grant. If that's what it is, okay, let's do it. But if it, but because of Brunson's contract, I don't know if we can do that. If that makes sense. If if what I'm saying makes sense, that it doesn't make sense, then let me know. But like, yeah, I we we have to pay Brunson. We we are in no position to like mess around. We have to pay Brunson. So if you're listening to this and you don't understand that, uh, just DM Grant. On Twitter, DM me. No, don't even DM me. DM FCBA. He knows. Oh, FCBA. Yeah. Yeah, he, he knows. I don't knows know. Ball. I, ball I, I, everything I just said, I know. Like everything I just told you is what I know. And yeah. Mav CBA knows a lot more than me, so he can answer that question perfectly. I cannot. All right. Let's see. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I'm seventy five percent sure what I told you was accurate. That's passing. Uh, <laughs> Tim, do you have anything to add? No, and I'm just a quick. Hey, Brunson, right? Yeah, just pay Brunson. Like, don't even just pay. Just don't Don't even even think about it, bro. Just do it. Let Maxi go. Let you know. Cut Trey. Just pay Brunson. Just don't even think about it. 
Hey, Dodo. Hey, Brunson. Now keep the core together. I think it's looking good. All right, let's see. Next question um, comes from. Uh, I am so sorry, man. I butcher your name every single time. Um, Silvije, Silvije. Um, they ask um, one cultural question. I've got in a. I've gotten quite a few MFL arguments, but why are the NBA? Why are the NBA fans on the ref side and Luca's ref complaining? In Europe, if your star player is not getting calls, fans would boo or much, much worse. Uh, the refs, even if the player is flopping, let alone if the refs are wrong. Uh, uh, do you want to take that, Grant, or you want me to? <laughs> I, can I just want to say, a majority of NBA fans don't know anything. That's all. That's true. That's true. I yeah. Um, in my younger years, I'd watch most games like with at least a few beers in my system. Um, so I'm not the best uh, about you know understanding the rules with like live in games. Um, I will say that. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to NBA fans being on the ref side, when it comes to Luka stuff, um, I think a lot of it's just because, like, you know, some people get tired of it. You know, like, there are a lot of people, especially on Twitter, who watch every single game. You know, so we kind of know the tendencies. We kind of know, like, what, you know, how he's going to react to certain things and stuff like that. Or, like, if he's flopping, blah, blah, The thing about me, though, is that I don't care if he's flopping. If the refs are going to call that, they call it. If they aren't going to call it, they're not going to call it. You know, um, I'm just, I, you know, I don't have any control over how the refs, you know, ref things. I don't have any control how Luca attacks the game. Um, so I don't even, you really second think about it. You know, um, there are times where I'll tweet out being like, oh, come on, man. Like, you know, Luca, you shouldn't like get your 14th technical. Like you probably shouldn't <laughs> do that. You know, <laughs> um, but same point at the same time, it's also like, Hey, like, he got it. What else? What else can I do at this point? <laughs> like, you know, I'm just a guy on Twitter. So, um, I know how you guys feel, but that's how I feel about it. I don't even know what a foul is anymore because I walked away from my TV what 30 minutes ago, thinking I don't know why they're reviewing that. That's absolutely a foul on Luca. Right. Marcus Smart's yeah. going to be shooting. Marcus Smart's going to be shooting three free throws, and then I get uh, yeah. explained. I get yep. explained that you're allowed to high five a shooter after he shoots, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm on Tim's boat. I have no idea. I yeah. have no idea. The NBA is rigged, and the and the refs are dingbats. That's yep, my that's comment funny. on that. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good question. That's, that's that might be a good question. Yeah, like no, that's guy. a great question. That's not. That's a good question. Not for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good. That's a good question. I feel like we should do. I feel like on this podcast we should have like more international guests because I like to like understand like how like things are done in Europe or like other countries where they have basketball leagues, you know, and kind of see like what they think, you know about the way the NBA does things. That'd be kind of interesting. Uh, um, okay. Uh, the next question is from, I love this person's at. It's uh, Mr. Slob Squat <laughs> asks, um, where do you see us finishing? What do you predict the Western playoffs to look like? You know, like the Western Conference matchup and stuff like that. Um, I think we get up fourth. Fourth seed. Um, and I think the... Western Conference, like, final matchup is probably going to be the Suns. And I don't even know, man. Like, it's... Depending on how the things fall for us, I could see us being there with them. Um, but I definitely think it's the Suns and someone else, you know? I think Suns are kind of a lock, you know? Which I'm I'm kind of hoping I'm... I'm jinxing. I'm kind of hoping I'm not, you know? Um, what do you guys think? Well, we would... If... Unless someone pulled an upset on either Memphis or Golden State, we'd be playing the Suns in the second round out of that four or five matchup. 
Oh shit, that's right. That would be tough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we'll finish fourth, get the home seed or get the yeah the home court advantage over the Jazz in that first round series. The way we're playing right now, it's a shame that there's only 14 games left in the season. Because if you told me there were 25 games, I could see us catching Memphis or Golden State. But four games with 14 left is a lot. So I don't see that happening unless one of them really, really slides. But, yeah, I really like the matchup with Utah. I don't know. I think it came out yesterday. Jamal Murray's 50-50 to return this year. So I don't think you can count on Denver getting really anything out of him, even if he does come back. So... Yeah, I would really say Phoenix and Memphis are the two best teams right now. That's going to yeah. be a tough second-round matchup, but we got to get to the second round first. Exactly. Exactly. We got to get to the second round first. Um, as far as, you know, I don't want to sound bleak or whatever, but um, me and my, myself and Bibbs actually, and, and another uh, guy, J.H., we actually had this conversation just last night in a space. Um. I don't think there's any other team equipped to win in the NBA Finals besides Milwaukee. I know that's not the question, yeah, but I, I don't think anyone stands a chance against Milwaukee. Um, that being said, I think the Mavs are the third best team in the West. Uh, I, if we're not the third, we're at least fourth. Uh, like I said earlier, earlier in the pod, like it's 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 Phoenix is obviously one. I think they messed up tremendously by trading Jalen Smith because their big problem last year was they had no depth at the four and the five uh, once Dario Sarge tore his ACL. And then they trade their best backup four and five, Sajjavale McGee, at the trade deadline for Torrey Craig for God knows what reason. But that's here nor there. Um, It's Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is far and away number one. After that, I, I definitely think Memphis is number two. Everyone who knows me knows I'm a huge advocate of, of what, Grizz, what the Grizzlies have been doing for the last four years, and Taylor Jenkins definitely deserves to be coach of the year. But I, I would put us on level with Golden State, and I, even if we're not on level with Golden State, if we're just a tick off, I know that we're far and away better than, you know, Denver. We're far and away better than Denver. We're far and away better than, uh, you know, Utah. We're far and away better than uh, Minnesota. We're far and away better than all those other teams. So that gives me some reassurance. No matter who we play, if we end up four, four and five, I think we're gonna win. Uh, it just becomes it. It just becomes a thing of like, if we get third, hopefully we don't play like Minnesota. Hopefully we don't play Denver if they get really hot or continue to stay really hot. Because the playoffs are all about who is hottest, not about yep. who is the best. So that's exactly you know yeah. th- those two teams have have been playing just as good a basketball as we have for the last you know month month and a half. So that's that's what I would be most worried about. But I think we could take any team right now besides Memphis and and uh, Phoenix. I will yeah. say I think of all the teams at the top of the West right now, Golden State has the most room to improve from what they currently are because you're going to have. If that Clay Thompson is back that we saw last night dropping 38 oh, against yeah. Milwaukee, that was crazy. That's that was a problem. Wild. They're going to get Draymond back and sneaky, sneaky James White yeah. start starting to play G League games. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, don't think he, I don't think he gives you more immediately than like what Kaminga's already given him. But I mean, it's big man depth, and we just against talked about team. Phoenix. Phoenix needed that last year. Exactly against a team like us, Tim. Against a team like us, yeah. James Wiseman. I mean, oh my god, like. Yeah, you know, a, we talk our one flaw is we have no one to protect the paint anymore. 
which most teams don't even utilize. But when you look at a team like New York, who did utilize it, they absolutely yeah. murdered us. Yeah. So, yeah, if you look at a team like Golden State, they're like, oh, we're going to shoot a ton of threes. And if that's not working, we're just going to feed James Wiseman in the paint. Of course, like we're going to get, you know, we're going to get decimated. So, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and that's people cool. really people really only think of Steph as a three-point shooter, but he has, like, insane efficiency oh, no. driving it, shooting for he's, two. So he's, 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 the, down there crazy, too. he's the best yeah. off-ball player of all time. Of all time. Yeah, all all crazy. of he's NBA is crazy. Far and away, Steph Curry is the best off-ball player. Like, it's not even – I don't even know who second is. Second doesn't matter to me because Steph <laughs> is so far and away number one. Second is the gap between – Steph and the next guy. That's who's in second. Just that massive leap. Yeah. Is it Scotty Pippen? Like, I don't even know. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Spam Mavs Man. Uh, they ask, uh, can Great you account. say... Great I account. know. I, I love that dude. Can you say once and for all that all the pal haters were wrong and they should feel bad? <laughs> I'll say it. No, we weren't because he was bad for a long time. But here's what, as head of the Dwight Powell Haters Association... <laughs> He has been amazing, and you've noticed, if you look at my Twitter feed, since December, I have not said one negative thing about Dwight Powell. You know why? Because he's played outstanding, and I can't complain. So there you go, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I mean, off on a tangent there, but gosh, that felt, that felt personal. <laughs> I mean... It was an insane injury, and you gotta give you gotta give a guy who relies that athleticism time. And also, yeah. just like he was getting shoehorned into a role that was not for him, sure. so it made yeah. it made him look bad. I mean, I, I always go back to that meme where it's like, I guess I think I made it actually, where it's uh, you know, the uh, the Drake, you know, saying no, the Drake saying yes, and it's like you know, Drake, <laughs> it's uh, Dwight taking a. Uh, a three, no Dwight running to the rim, yes. And it's like, yeah, bro, that's all I want. <laughs> like, he just plays fucking hard. That's all I can ask for, <laughs> you know. Um, I even said the other day, I was like, dude, like, Dwight deserved like all the praise he got for the uh, for the Houston game, dude. Like, he fucking balled out. Like, like one of, I think even like the, the most, the most, the most strict like Dwight haters can can be like, okay, yeah, like he did really well, <laughs> you know. So, um. Yeah. Yes, we can. You're right. <laughs> He's eight, been playing well. You've noticed. I've not said a players, single thing. One of only eight players in the NBA this season to have a 20 and 10 half. And he did it against crazy. Houston in the first That's half. That's crazy. That is wild. <laughs> that, should, that should be on his Wikipedia page. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> eight, <laughs> oh, let's players see. This, eight players this season, not all time. Oh, this season, never mind. Fuck. I'll edit the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, Luke Brunton asks, uh, would you rather have your elbows bend the opposite way or have your knees bend the opposite way? Ooh. As, someone, of... with, as someone with bad knees, like uh, my elbows. I've thought about this, and I think, if you're, I think if your knees bent the opposite way, you could look like a dinosaur more, you know? So you could run like a dinosaur. So I'll go with that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you could, there's more like practical use to the arms, but the legs would probably like look cooler. <laughs> like you could probably, your, your uh, vertical would probably increase. Let's find out. Don't play on my then, Yeah, <laughs> let's find out. Fuck no, let's not do that. Okay. Who wants to bend my knees? <laughs> All right. Last question uh, comes from 
This guy's at right now is Glorious Finney Smith. That's great. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a great at or a great name. Um, do people really have no recollection of how good Dwight Powell was at fishing at the rim before his big injury? And now he's able to sustain more injuries than Maxi and keep playing. That is true. <laughs> like he gets beat up every fucking game, it looks like. Yeah, I recall he... I recall him being amazing against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's I about it. I'm just I'm surprised he like hasn't gone to concussion protocol because he gets his head gets beat every fucking day, dude. <laughs> um there must be that Canadian in him, I don't know. But uh I mean I think you know a lot of especially like on Twitter, like a lot of it is like recency bias, a lot of it is like you know, immediate reactions. You know, Absolutely. like it's like everyone anyone you can look at my account, like any given moment in a game, it's like the world the world is ending, or oh my god, we're the best team on earth, like Give me the fucking ninety six bulls, you know, like, <laughs> and um, you know, it, it is what it is, and uh, um, I do think people just like, just they kind of they they create this preconceived notion about people, whether it be like NBA or not, just like in general, and then that becomes like the thing that sticks with them, you know. Um, it's taken a while for me to be like, okay, Dwight's actually like not just a good guy like off the court; he's actually a really good player. Like, he's been great this year, you know. Like, I was kind of joking about it last week, but just, like, you know, if you considered him, the, I, I would put him, like, in an MIP conversation somewhere. Like, does he deserve it? Probably not. But just the fact that he's, like, he knows his role, he, like, is, excels at it, and he's playing, like, a, like you know, he's playing league average defense. You know, like, the fact this entire team, almost everybody on this team is playing league average, league, at least league average defense is fucking crazy. <laughs> you know? Because not there, there wasn't too much, too much. Uh, I mean, before the KP trade, there wasn't too much uh, roster change, you know. So, like, literally, I think we swapped like just like uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, Reggie for um for uh, Josh Richardson, you know. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm really I'm tight with Dwight. Like, good for him. Like, he's done what he needs to do. Um, I hope he continues it, and I hope he stays healthy. You know, good run, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, that was kind of my two cents on that. So, did you guys have anything else to add? Uh, I mean, it's it's more or less what I just said about Dwight. You know, uh, he he's up and down when he's up. Like I, I I like the dude, but most of his career and most of his time here, for me, in my opinion, he hasn't really earned the extensions he's gotten. But like I said, I can't complain when he does play well. Like I can't. I, I won't complain because he does play well and he's been outstanding the last few weeks, uh, the last few months. Sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you downsize his role, like if you don't give him too much, like to do, he checks the boxes of like a very good role on an NBA team. But if you try to make him like, he's your starting four and he's got to clean up whatever, uh, KP wasn't capable of, then that's like putting too much dip on his chip and he's not going to look good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and those are all the questions this week, guys. So um, I want to say, you know, thank you to everybody asked questions. Thank you everybody who listens to this podcast. Um, thank you to Grant and Tim coming on. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a kind of a weird time because obviously, like you know, Don's doing his thing with the music, and then Squish is on a sabbatical. So I appreciate everybody who's just been able to come on recently, and just chop it up with me, and like. You know, we'll be sure to have Grant and Tim on more often too, because I know that's something that the people want. <laughs> so, um, Grant, where can they find you on the internet? At Sling24, watch NASCAR on Sundays. Okay. Tim, where can they find you on the internet? 
at ultralight beam b-e-h-m and also do want to give a shout out to don he is killing it right now i hope he hears this south by southwest i just saw i just saw a picture of him teaching like a hundred teachers how to play the ukulele like dude keep going keep killing it man we got a real life celebrity on this podcast really on that don dropped an amazing single i I forgot what it's called it's outer space the doctor (laughs) oh it's amazing it's amazing. I left, I listened to it on his story, and then I listened to it again on Apple Music. It's amazing. Go check out Don Didham's song. It's amazing. Go listen to it. You'll love it. It's so great. It's so funny because I've heard it. I've heard that song live like three times already. <laughs> you know? So like last time cool. I saw Don, he didn't have it yet. I, I don't think because I saw Don in uh, November, December, or no, it was like October of last year, and he didn't have that yet. So I would yeah, have loved yeah. to have seen that. Yeah, that yeah, song, is, that cool, song yeah. is amazing. And he's a great singer. It's, yeah, it's, oh. he's a great man. Um, oh, also, uh, I don't know if we should talk about this. I can delete it in a second. But um, we're having a meetup um, on Saturday, right, Grant? Uh, yeah, there's a meetup. I don't even know if we're supposed to talk about it. It doesn't seem like it's a secret. It doesn't seem like on, it's a secret. On... Um, Saturday against the Hornets. Is it the Hornets? I think so. Yeah, whatever game that is. Whatever game, Saturday, uh, March 19th, 2022 at 6 p.m. on at Fox and Hound on 75 and Campbell. We're having a meetup. Everyone is welcome. Um, I've been there. We we had our free agency meetup last year. Squish and I did, and it was a good turnout. And they they don't ID you. Unless you buy an alcoholic beverage, and even if, you, yeah, never mind. But you don't have to be twenty-one to go. Yeah, but that's why, that's why they picked it because it's you know. But yeah, it's they, they, yeah, they won't ID it. you unless you buy alcohol. But it's it's a great venue. It's always empty. There's like I think there's like eight. There's like at least seven pool tables. One of them was broken last time I went. Yeah, it's it's Fox and Hound on seventy-five and Campbell. Uh, definitely check that out next next Saturday against the Hornets. It's going to be a good time. Uh, I, I'll be there as far as I know. As far as I know, Reddit Mavericks will be there. Yep. Uh, I won't. I can't be there because I'm out in California. But if he's you too busy celebrating. Years. He's too busy celebrating his hoity-toity Super Bowl that he <laughs> traded all, that he traded all his picks for. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you donate twenty dollars to the Patreon, I will break down the Rams, Rams cap situation to you on Facetime for twenty minutes in the coming year. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Patreon, uh, you know you guys can still join that. It's a dollar to join. Basically, um, we do do watch parties uh, for every game. Uh, there's one today. Um, you know, like every single game up until up until we win the finals. You know, <laughs> it'll be up there. So uh, just join that. If you have a question about, it, you can always ask me. I'll answer any question you guys have about it. So um, uh, with that being said, uh, that's the end of the podcast. I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Take it easy, fellas.